Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Moving Toward Better podcast. I'm your host, Karen Bemis from movingtowardbetter.com, and I'm here to help you live your best life and let the rest go. Hello, my lovelies. Today, we're talking about one of the simplest, but not necessarily easiest ways to change your life. And that is through changing the way you speak. Now, this isn't about grammar. This is about the words that you use on a daily basis. And they can truly change how you see yourself and the world around you. And I think that is a very valuable skill to have. So let's start with you. What's the first thing that you say to yourself every morning? Is it the same thing? Like maybe, ugh, when the alarm goes off? <laughs> ugh, another day. Look, I get it that you might not be a morning person. You may not wake up ready to take on the world. And you know, I have some posts and podcasts about that that I will put some links in to the show notes that you can look at. But let's talk about what you say when you wake up. Could it be better? I know a lot of people talk about gratitude, talking with God in the morning, and I actually do that. But that's not where I started. I started as a person who did not like mornings. I especially didn't like them when I had three kids that had to catch three different buses an hour apart from each other. I used to call it the three hour launch, but I realized that I was going to be doing this school thing for a very long time. It actually was before the three buses. Now that I think about it, I had a child in preschool. I had a child in kindergarten and I had a child in third grade and they were on three different schedules. Two of them were half day schedules. So this was, it was insane. I'm telling you, but I realized I was going to be doing this thing for a very long time because my oldest and youngest child are six years apart. So I had to make a find a way to make peace with all of this so that I wouldn't be miserable for literally decades. It was a lesson that I had learned years ago when my oldest was a toddler and I had to revisit it because it was one of the most powerful lessons I ever learned. You see, when my oldest was little, he was a wild man. He had boundless energy and zero fear. Some days I felt like all I did was yell at that child. And some days he got spanked because it seemed to be the only thing that worked for him. And I hated it. I hated spanking, but I literally felt like some days it was the only way to get his attention. But then I listened to a CD set. Now, CDs. Okay. So I'm telling you, this is, I'm telling you how long ago this was. (laughs) And it was called Raising Positive Kids in a Negative World. And it truly changed my life and my parenting. Because as a parent, you remember a lot of things, including the moments that change your parenting. And this was one of them. Maybe it's because I love language and words that this stuck with me. But I have seen this work firsthand. And I promise if you had seen the changes in my son 
from what we did, you would know that this will work for you. What my husband and I essentially did was we stopped saying the words no and don't for the most part. Now you think about that. We stopped telling a two-year-old no, and we stopped saying don't. And now before you get all bent out of shape, thinking that we let our little wild man go feral, we didn't. We didn't stop disciplining him. We did, however, start disciplining ourselves and our language. And here's how we did it. Instead of saying no, when we wanted him to stop, we said, stop. We also stopped referring to the behavior we wanted him to stop and started referring to the behavior we wanted him to do. In case that sounds confusing, let me explain. That child ran everywhere. (laughs) We stopped saying, don't run or stop running. Instead, we would literally just say, stop. Or we would say, walk, which is really what we wanted him to do. Now, why does that make a difference? Think about this. When you tell someone, don't run, they literally have to think about doing the thing you don't want them to do rather than the thing that you do want them to do. When you say walk, you literally tell them what to do. And isn't it a better thing to help someone, especially a child, do the thing that you want them to do rather than telling them not to do the thing you don't want them to do? It's confusing to say. So imagine in a little two-year-old brain how confusing that is to hear. I will tell you that this... This had amazing results. And my favorite part of it was that my son actually stopped saying no back to us. It was like magic. And if you listen to this podcast for long, you know that I like things that work really well, especially when it's kind of like magic and they make life easier. And this did exactly that. So what does this have to do with morning affirmations and changing your life? Well, I started using the same principles that I'm talking about when I was getting up at 5.45 a.m. to get a child or children up that weren't morning people. Add to that, for about 10 of those years, we are talking underslept teenagers with messy rooms. So I needed to do something that would keep me sane and keep me from yelling every morning. And I know some people would say that I was being ridiculous getting up with my kids every morning. But again, I've talked about this before. The Columbine shooting is one of those events that changed my life. It happened five months before my oldest child was entering kindergarten. And I vowed when that happened, that my children would see my face every day that I could possibly do that and that the last words they would hear from me every morning when they left the house would be, I love you. There's more to that story, but that's in other podcasts. 
Now, trust me, as teenage boys, I know them going through that was not their favorite moment of the day, but it fulfilled a promise I made to myself and my maker. And it kept me aware of how precious the years are that we have with our children. They go by in a flash. And I know if you're in the midst of all this, especially when I'm recording this, because several areas are still in self-quarantine or self-isolation or safe at home, whatever you want to call it. And you're like, one more day with my kids and I may lose my mind. I get it, folks. I truly, truly get it. But it is over before you know it. It feels like the blink of an eye. But when you're in the middle of it, my favorite saying about that is, the days are long and the years fly by. There is no truer statement about raising kids. Now, was every morning perfect? (laughs) No. (laughs) But keeping that in mind, you know, all those things in mind, it kept me from from verbalizing some pretty sarcastic thoughts. And I am a sarcastic person by nature. So this was really an exercise and discipline. How did I do that? I used the following phrases many, many times. Sometimes I said them out loud. Sometimes I just repeated them like a mantra in my head. Let's start with this too shall pass. When they woke up cranky, when I woke up cranky, I kept my tongue by continuing to say, this too shall pass, this too shall pass. Because I'm a person of faith, when my kids were being stinkers, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Over and over, I would say that. I would say it again and again if I had to. You know, most of the time, teens don't mean to be mean. And even if they do, we need to be the grown-up. And that's so hard some days you know you can put them in their place. But what good comes from that? What I did was model the behavior that I wanted them to grow up to have. I used to say that to myself a lot. I'm modeling the behavior I want them to grow up to have. I would also occasionally remind them if they were being excessively teenagerish, as I call it, that their father and I did not treat each other the way they were treating me, and I expected as much respect from them that their father gave me. And that worked most of the time. It, it honestly did, because my, my husband and I are very respectful to one another. And my children, who all have very different personalities, have grown up to be kind, respectful young men. Two of them are living on their own with their significant others. And the greatest compliments my husband and I got was having the parents of their significant others tell us that they were happy to have our sons in their daughter's lives. To me, that's a huge compliment. And we are lucky to feel the same way about their daughters. Honestly, changing your words to change your life isn't about looking in the mirror and saying, I love you to yourself. Now, I have done that. Not like that. I, did not, I didn't say it that way. 
But doing that exercise is a very powerful thing. But I get it that not everybody is going to want to do that. There are definitely people out there like, that is not going to happen in my world. I get it. But it wouldn't hurt to say, or let's say, would it hurt to say, let's make this a good day. Or if you're religious, with God, all things are possible. Honestly, it can just be as simple as looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I can do this. I can do this. That's all you need. Whatever this happens to be. Right now, I have two affirmations that I repeat all the time. One is, I live my best life and let the rest go. If that sounds familiar, (laughs) it's very similar to the tagline for this podcast. I'm also fond of the phrase, I live and behave like the woman I aspire to be. Because that inspires me to be the best version of myself no matter how anyone else behaves. So here's the thing. The words you use matter. Whether it's talking to strangers, your loved ones, or yourself. Words have power and they can land as hard as a punch when you use words like stupid, idiot, or worthless. They can empower when you use words like learning, growing, and worthy. The way I really understood this for the first time was when someone asked the question, what would you do if someone called your child stupid or an idiot or worthless? What if they called the person you love the most those things? If that's the case, I mean, I don't know about you, but I would... I'm a mama bear, man. I'm a pretty laid back chick. You mess with my kids. You mess with my husband. (laughs) To to coin a phrase, I will cut you. (laughs) I will come after you. I am a mama bear. You are one of those people. You are beloved by other people. Why would you want to teach your loved ones to call themselves the kind of things that you call yourself. You don't ever want to have them do that. But for most people, maybe you've got this down and you don't need this lesson, but I certainly did. And I needed to learn that the way I talked to myself could very well be the way that my children ended up talking to themselves. So I had to change things. I mean, that was a yikes moment. What if your kids talk to themselves the way you talk to yourself? Right? So... Here's the thing. Are you willing to try the experiment of changing your words to change your life? I promise you it's powerful. And although it's simple, it isn't easy. But experience has taught me that it works in ways you cannot even imagine. And finally, one more thought. I know there are personality types that find it easy to do this with others, but not with themselves. I also know that there's personality types that have no problem doing this for themselves, but struggle to be this way with others. 
You can learn to do both without compromising who you are. And it all comes from learning more, not just about your own personality, but the personality types of other people. And when you do that, you change more than just the words you speak for the better. You will change your life for the better and you will change everyone who you come in contact with. You'll change their life for the better. So I will include a link in the show, in the show notes, sorry, um, to the Moving Toward Better Disc Services page so you can schedule your own assessment and consultation. Until next time, I want you to keep moving toward better. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Love you all. Bye-bye. At movingtowardbetter.com, It's our mission to help you live your best life and let the rest go. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast today and then go to our website, movingtowardbetter.com to sign up to be part of our email community. That way, you'll always have access to all the Moving Toward Better fun and shenanigans. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for being you and have a great day. Love you all.